and it inspires me every single day to know how hard you work for us and our family. And then when I hear that coming from my 16-year-old, that right there is what it's all about, to be the example and to connect to my bird, and that's why I do what I do. Welcome back to another episode of The Burn. I am Ben Newman, and you know how we do this. Every single week, we're bringing you a story of an athlete, an entertainer, a celebrity, an entrepreneur, a business owner, somebody who has recognized that there is an underlying burn because why and purpose is not enough. And that underlying burn ignites their why and purpose and causes them to be disciplined in the daily action, to live to the standard on a daily basis, on the days that they don't want to do it, and especially after they win. We have special guests every single week. Today is a very special guest, my friend Amit Kakar, who is a member of our Uncommon Live community. And not only is he a member of our Uncommon Live community, he is an example for all of us of what it means to choose to be courageous in a world where there's so much fear, so much doubt, so much uncertainty. People are wondering, is there even a clear path anymore with the fighting in politics, not knowing what the hell we're supposed to pay attention to when it comes to media? But one thing we all have is the opportunity to have clarity and belief in terms of what you can accomplish in your life. And I would say that Amit's story, and this this is big because I have seen some big, big stuff in my career and heard some amazing stories. But Amit's story, when you lock in and you listen and we uncover this today, you are going to be blown away because I think his story is one that exemplifies having courage and belief at the highest possible level. Amit, Welcome to The Burn. Ben, thank you so much. It's an absolute honor and a pleasure to be here. I listen to The Burn every Monday morning at 5.45 a.m., and I get so fired up by your guests. But let's do the same. Thank you. Well, I couldn't be any more excited. I, I want to paint uh, one, one more picture. You know, our, our Uncommon Live community, it's a, it's a special community. We, we are not a community, so it's our group coaching platform. It's not thousands of people. It's a smaller format intentionally so that we have real relationships. And a lot of people don't realize, like, how could you have real relationships? And I always say real. I got that from Coach Truman Carroll at Kansas State. That's real spelled R-E-A-L, real relationships. How could you have real relationships in in a group coaching environment? And it's because we go deep. We do things differently. We engage the audience. They share their stories. And so you get to know each other. And so I got to know amidst care and passion and balance in his life and He's sending me pictures of him and his kids. He's an amazing, dedicated father and wants to coach his kids and athletes and, and in their studies and, and an amazing husband. So I see all these things. And then I have an opportunity for us to schedule time to grab lunch together. And so I'm speaking in Phoenix before I go to Palm Springs to the desert to see him for lunch before I do another event in the Springs. And if you can picture this, I'm at my hotel in Phoenix a couple of days before I'm supposed to go see I'm at... And I bite into a bone and I chip the back of my tooth. And when I chip the back of my tooth, I mean, I crack my tooth. It's cutting up my tooth. It was awful. 
And I contact him, and I'm like, man, like, I'm like, I, I, like, I got to speak here in Phoenix. There's nothing I can do. I can't get to an emergency dentist. I'm like, do you know a dentist? And this is when I realized how special our Uncommon Live community was. He's calling all these, all these dentists, all his friends. Now, he's in the pharmacy business, but you guys are going to hear. And long story short, Amit, when I get to Palm Springs, schedules an emergency dental appointment with me for one of his friends to cap this tooth, to bring me comfort. It was terrible. Like, I'm having to fake it through the talk. Like, this chipped tooth is not cutting up the side of my tongue. And Amit, like, it was so awesome that you did that. And then we go to lunch. I didn't get to enjoy my turkey burger at uh, your favorite turkey burger spot that you took me to the way that I normally do. But man, it was great to meet you. And that was just one thing I realized. Like, it wasn't just our, our community that that's the way we are. That's how you are. So I want to I want to ask you, like, why was that so me- like you jumped on that opportunity? You're like, Ben, I got you. Don't worry about it. I'll get this tape. Why did you do that? Like, like, what is it about you that causes you to say, man, if there's something or somebody that needs help, I'm jumping in. Take us there. You know, Ben, I, I'm in a position of service. I have to give back of myself what has been given to me for so many years by my parents, by my family, by my friends. And I love to pour into people. And when you asked me you needed help then that moment, I'm helping. I, I don't care what it takes. I'm going to get that done, whatever it takes. When you ask for something, I need to get it done. And that's been built over years of just foundation of, of how I was trained, how I was educated in a position of service. And I, and I was so thrilled that I was able to come through and help you out with that. That, that meant a lot to me. And to see your reaction and, and you, you were coming in a position of pain and discomfort and to see you afterwards enjoying that turkey burger as much as you could. It, it, <laughs> it, 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 I just, it loved it. It was a lot of fun just to see the moment right there. It meant a lot to me to be able well, to reach out. I appreciate uh, the relationship that we're building and, and friendship and having you part of the community, but you really set an amazing example, not just for our Uncommon Live members, but really for everybody listening to The Burn right now and for everybody that's going to share. I often, I'll sometimes do this at the end, like this episode, this story we're about to get into needs to be shared with the world because people are broken and people are fearful. Over 25 years ago, Amit, you decided that you were going to open a pharmacy. And I'm going to go into this because like you blew my mind with this story. And first off, before you even went to the pharmacy, right, you come from a family where, you know, the expectation was you're going to go be a doctor, (laughs) right? You know, siblings that are doctors and all this. And so you're falling short of the family (laughs) expectation. You might feel like, oh my gosh, can I actually achieve and accomplish what I'm destined to achieve? And I know you smile and make light of it, but that's a tough thing when, you know, we're vulnerable to our parents, what they want or they think or, or what society may think we're supposed to do. And so essentially you're walking into, I'm, I'm going to go be a pharmacist, which some people may doubt themselves already, like you're already falling short. But you looked at it and said, no, I'm going to own this opportunity. Absolutely, man. And you pretty much stole the words from my mouth. And I, w- I want to share one story about my father. My father came to this country in, from, he's an immigrant from India. He came in 1959. He was 21 years old. He left his family with absolutely nothing. He came here not by plane. He couldn't afford it. He came by ship, a cargo ship. He spent 30 days on the ship, barely survived, got here for the pursuit of nothing but education. And his father told him, if you don't make it, don't come back. I don't have anything else to give you. It was, it was, is how it was. Mm. When I think of that story and I think of myself, I did not, my dream was to be an orthopedic surgeon. I got rejected from medical school. 
And in that moment alone, I looked back and I thought to myself, my father sacrificed what he did. I need to reverse. I need to pivot. I need to figure out what I need to get done. I need to go to a place of impact. And that's pretty much what set the stage right then and there. See, and that, that I'm so glad that, that you stepped in there because that resilient mindset that you got from your dad really paints an even deeper picture of how you impacted me that day when we were together. Because when you graduate pharmacy school, you had an opportunity in the desert, beautiful Palm Springs. You pick out your location. For those of you that are business owners that have done this, you get excited. You sign the lease. You've got the opportunity. We're opening the doors. This is the vision coming true. I battled the doubts and the uncertainties. You're excited to be a pharmacist, to have your own practice. And then you find out a week after signing the lease 25 years ago, that Walgreens is moving in next door. And for many of us that understand the business world today, there are these opportunities where you have these individuals like Amit who have dreams, they want to open up those neighborhood businesses, and then all of a sudden the giant comes in and takes them down. And this you should have been taken down before you even started. And you actually received an offer And I'm going to let you go into the details of where the funding came from and all that because people need to hear this part. But you really, before you even opened your doors, you had an offer to sell your business already and you said no to Walgreens. And you now, 25 years later, are doing, I think the number is six times the revenue on the pharmacy side that Walgreens is doing because you stayed right where you are, believing and having courage, not listening to the doubts and the naysayers. And you let Walgreens open up and Walgreens can sell all the Skittles and monster energy drinks and everything else that they want to sell. But that pharmacy, you said, I'm going to own this and I'm going to dominate and I'm going to serve. And so that's all you guys are going to get from me on the story. I'm turning this over to Ahmed and I want you to tell us and fill in the gaps of what that was like to go up against a giant like Walgreens and say, I'm going to fight. And what does it feel like all these years to be kicking their ass? So, Ben, thank you. So it's basically exactly what you said. A year into me graduating school, pharmacy school, I went to USC pharmacy school. And a year into it, I get approached. So I'm now funding from family and friends, gathering money. My mom, who worked in a hospital for 25 years of her life, emptied out her retirement savings to give to me just to work with this business. A year into it, I, I see a structure next to me, a Walgreens being built. And I was warned when a big chain comes in, trouble's coming. A year into it, they come to my two executives walk into my store and they say, sell us your pharmacy and come work for us. And they said to me, come sell us your store, come work for us. And I suggest you take this offer because if you don't take this offer, we'll squash you and you'll be out of a job. In that moment, man, I did not know what was going to happen. I went back to my father's store and I said, hell no, I'm going to go to the plate. I'm going to go to the bat. I'm going to go swing. And I don't know what the outcome is going to be. But I'm going to put in the reps day after day. I'm going to put those big swings up. And 25 years later, I'm still swinging. I'm still making those big swings. And that's pretty much where I am today. But in that moment, that was a decisive moment where I thought to myself, now this is do or die. And I thought to myself, I go back to my father's story. I thought, what was his downside? His downside was he doesn't survive that trip. That's life or death. What's Mm. my downside? My downside is failure, maybe embarrassment. 
If that's the case, oh, hell no. Let's go. Let's go to bat and let's get it on. And that's where we are today. And there's such a high percentage. So your community in the Springs, if I remember correctly, is about 6,000 people. Talk to us the percentage of people that you actually take care of on the pharmacy side, which of the 6,000, not everybody needs stuff from a pharmacy. So that's what I took when you shared these numbers with me. But, you know, what's the percentage and then how have you been able and how important was the burn and the fight and and this this service-based burn that you have to do it better than anybody else? How important has that been to maintain such a high level and percentage of that business in your community? And how have you done it? Yeah, so Ben, the burn is is to pound that stone day after day and be the example. That's that's my burn. Now, we have a community of about 20,000 people of patients, and we service almost 9,000 of them. So we're almost at the 50% of that community. And interesting enough, from day one, I was just, we were just trying to survive. Now, survival has taken a whole new definition of exponential growth. And when we're able to reach 9,000 people, we're able to impact, whether it's personal development, all inspired by you and the team, and, and mental awareness, mental health, and the impact that we're able to have on a community. If we're, if we're able to reach out to almost half of a city's population, it's a feeling like no other. And that's what drives it again, day after day. And that's the burn. What more can I do? A little bit every single day, a little bit more of what we can do every single day. My original goal was from day one, reach out to one patient, one extra patient, one extra call every day. Well, after 24 years, I did the math, it's 9,000 patients. Mm. But that's been, that's been pounded from day one of just getting connecting with that burden and saying, can I do something? What more can I do? A little bit more each day. And, and to me, that's what matters. So let me, let me, let me take you back. So I, I love hearing this. So now people have been able to see the belief 25 years later, here's what we're doing. Here's the result. Here's how we did it. But how important, you know, we talk about this so much, uh, in our work together. How important was a one day at a time mentality to getting to where you are today? So I'm, I'm hearing the references, you know, stepping up to the plate, pounding the stone, but how critical was that one day at a time to stay behind your beliefs and the service-based mentality to do things the right way? One day at a time is, is everything. And the most important thing I learned is one day at a time becomes crucial when you don't want to do it. In the beginning, I didn't want to do it. I didn't know what it was going to happen. I didn't know what the outcome was going to be, but I did it anyways. And that's what it comes down to is connecting to that burden. When you don't want to do it, it accumulates 1% a day, whatever you want to call it. That day after day mentality on that showing up on the days you don't want to do it is everything. And even to this day, you still show up. So we talk about don't be seduced by success. Well, 24 years later, maybe I, maybe I can skip a day. No, hell no. You don't skip a day. If I skipped a day from day one, I wouldn't be where I am today. So there's no skipping days. And it applies to every part of your life, right? Like your fitness. You don't skip a day. That's unacceptable. And the same thing with, with, with patients. We don't skip a day. I see a patient today. I may not see them tomorrow. Am I okay to skip that day because I, I didn't give that patient that particular treatment that one day? I won't see them again. So that, that mentality of just, that's unacceptable. We don't allow that. Well, it, it's incredible that, you know, that one day at a time turns into the Avalon Pharmacy having an amazing brand, now receiving national recognition and awards and, you know, being up for some of the biggest and brightest awards in the pharmacy industry. And that's because you have believed and have had the courage. And I know you don't mention those things. And if I didn't mention them, there's no way in the world that you would mention them because you you are so humble. But you deserve that recognition, and that's why I wanted to highlight it. 
One of the other things that I admire about you is that you've also believed through this challenge of taking on Walgreens, through this challenge of running a business period, whether it was Walgreens or just the daily challenges and adversity that comes with managing a team and a business, you have maintained that being a father and a husband is so important to you. And living in a world, and you've sent me pictures from, I mean, heck, I could be on the beach with my kids and you're sending me a photo from 10 years ago with your kids and then you're sending me another one. Look how fast they grow up. Or, you know, we've had conversations about your son in tennis and you're like, hey, Ben, you know, here's a question on this. And then you send me this picture of your son who's winning in tennis. I mean, it's just it's amazing how dedicated you are knowing what you take on every day in a world where many people don't believe in balance. Many people don't believe it's either one or the other. You're either successful or you're a family man. And you've chosen to embrace both. I embrace both. What has been the key for you in being able to maintain that, hey, I can be a hell of a dad, a hell of a husband, fight to be great there, as well as being a very, very, very successful business owner? Oh, thank you, Ben. I get emotional talking about my family. They are everything to me. I, I wouldn't be here where I am today. My amazing wife, Sina, we've been, we celebrate our 21st wedding anniversary. We have a two children, a 16-year-old son and a 14-year-old daughter. And from day one, I've spent, my son's a tennis player, so I've coached him since five or six years old. My daughter's a golfer, and we play together still to this day every day. And just connecting with them, it, it grounds me. It, it really teaches me what life is all about. It means so much. And then to have their support. You know, they, they don't care about the pharmacy. We rarely talk about mm. accolades or anything, but we talk about them. And my wife has taught me such the one of the best lessons of life is when you come into the house, make it about the kids, make it about the family and leave everything else behind you and close that door and, and, and be a member of the family and love on each other. And this is what it's all about. This all comes from my wife. And I just talking about my family and watching the example that my parents have been to me when I grew up, you know, we struggled financially, but the love in our family that was there was just unbelievable. There was so much love in our family. And I, I love to take that love and, and pass it on to our generation and, and be present. And I, and I see from you as well, your stories. And I absolutely love what you do with your wife and your children. And it's just inspiring. It's infectious. It's contagious. But I, I would love to share one story about my son, which Please. is always, I leave for office early in the morning. I try to get out by 545. And I always pass by my son's window and his blinds are open. And I always ask him, I say, Dylan, why do you keep your blinds open at night? Just close your blinds. He says, Dad, I see you leave every morning at 545, and I realize how hard you work for mm. us. And it inspires me every single day to know how hard you work for us and our family. And then when I hear that coming from my 16-year-old, that right there is what it's all about, to be the example and to connect to my bird, and that's why I do what I do. You know, I, I had a follow-up question, or I should say a last question. I'm not even going to ask it. That, that, that's it. We're going to close the episode there. You know, I, I think we all, whether you're a mom, a dad, an aunt, an uncle, a, a leader, a business owner, a friend, we question, is what I'm doing, like, does it matter? What I'm doing, is it noticed? Is it seen? And you've said it multiple times over, and I think it's one of the things that connects our hearts together is the recognition to be the example. And what you just shared right there for your son to intentionally, and thank goodness you asked him the question, right? Otherwise, you maybe wouldn't know. And sometimes we don't have to know. Now you know the answer. 
But I think for all of us, I hope what you captured from that is that people are watching. You know, and I, I've referenced so many times, you know, my little eyes used to watch my mom when she was battling amyloidosis, you know, divorced when I was six months old and essentially dying before my eyes with 24-hour nursing care to come to the dining room table. My little eyes were watching her, your son's little eyes, now bigger eyes, <laughs> watching you. Um, thank you for for sharing that, because I, I think that that really is what it's all about. And I just want to say thank you for being the example that you are, being the individual that you are. And, and I, I've shared this with you. I, I typically do it live. Like you're always like when we have one of our coaching sessions, you're the one of the first ones that's on there. You're like, I mean, if not like the first one logged in before me, it's like you are like ready to go. You're energized. You're right in front of your computer, even like your, your posture, like you're locked in. It's like, I'm here. And I just, I appreciate how you show up in life and I hope everybody appreciates the words that you just shared today on the importance of how we show up in life. So thank you for being who you are and the example that you set. Man, thank you. You're truly an inspiration to me. And I have so much respect and admiration for all the people, thousands of people that you impact daily. And thank you, brother, for having me. Well, God bless you, brother. We are we are in this fight together. I know we're just scratching the surface. The best is yet to come. So if anybody needs a man in an emergency, Amit Kakar is your man. If you need some inspiration and belief in yourself and courage, Amit is your man. And if you want that example of what it looks like to deliver balance, right? When many people say it doesn't exist because they choose to not do it, Amit is your man. I appreciate you so much. Thank you for coming on The Burn. This episode was long overdue. I want every single one of you to share this episode with somebody that needs to be courageous who's sharing maybe that, that fear mentality with others rather than sharing that belief mentality with others and in themselves. This has been The Burn. Until next week. This episode of The Burn Podcast is powered by BenNewmanCoaching.com, your number one source for increasing consistency in your life and building the mental toughness habits required to live the life of your dreams. From self-paced courses to live coaching with Ben and everything in between, head over to BenNewmanCoaching.com and join the thousands of members working to unlock their peak performance every day.